I'm Intruder Green. You might know me from things like Stoned, Red Onion State Prison, and Discord. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. It's uh, the 24th of May in 2021. And, uh, you know, lots of cool shit is happening. It's getting warm out, which, you know, that's always nice. Uh, It's nice to be able to, like, go outside and stuff. Everybody's getting vaccinated now. So hopefully we're, like, starting to turn the... uh, corner on that sort of thing um yeah i don't know it's crazy like considering what i was talking about the last time uh i put a podcast out which was not too long ago um but like yeah with the the crazy stuff going on in israel which has been going on a long time but uh kind of like getting extra crazy and now there's a ceasefire so it's like that's good i mean it'd be nice if they could work out some kind of like long lasting uh situation because it seems like they did this before and just keeps repeating um you know and i don't know uh yeah i I like to say a long lasting thing because i feel like you you might want to say like uh, some kind of final solution but that's not good because i think one side of that would be like oh i know a final solution we just get rid of the other guys and uh you know that's not uh that's not the right way to go about it because uh you know that's just uh that's just bad for everybody and uh but anyway it's it's just good to acknowledge that while we're having fun here uh make a podcast talking about cool shit uh there's a lot of fucked up shit going on uh all over the world and uh you gotta uh, pay attention to that too and all you could do is just you know do do the best that you can do (laughs) yeah that's right the best that you could do is just the best that you could do it's like you do your best uh, you know, do to do good, and then uh, at the end of the day, nobody can really blame you for all the bad stuff going on. Uh, as long as you uh doing good stuff, all right. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you know, as long as you're not trying to hurt anybody, I'm there to help you or get out of your way is the good thing that uh, good old Kyle Kinney once said, and I don't know if he got it from somewhere else, but it's a good way to think about uh, how you go about things, anyway. On this uh, Episode of the podcast, we got Robin Nat of the Blacklist Royals. Um, we talk about it where I met them like briefly or we played with them. I don't know if we actually even hung out when we played with them, but it was uh, cool when it happened. Uh, they're a cool band and all that stuff, and it was a while ago. I think uh, I was like, we met Max Stocks in that same day because it was at Reading and Leeds and stuff. And uh, yeah, a uh, couple cool dudes uh, making some new tunes. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, they're fucking, uh, real artists. So it's fun to talk to them and get the lowdown on their whole history and everything going on there. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to the producers of the podcast. Luke Ellis, Ren Sons, Heather Royston, Gem City, Sabrina, Sarah Koenig, Audacity Crash Clothing, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Box Colony, and Carlos Hernandez. Whoa. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I could redo that, but I don't think I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with it because. Oh yeah, here's the other good news. I got uh, electricity in my new uh, studio space. Uh, it's not. I didn't like actually move everything in there yet. I'm still in the kitchen. So, uh, but pretty soon, uh, maybe this is gonna start sounding a little better. I got a, a few. Uh, you know what do they say? Interviews in the can, so that that we're still recorded in the kitchen. 
So that part of it was still going to sound like a little weak. I, I think it sounds all right, though. You know, like fucking uh, you listen to some like some of these uh, journalism podcasts and stuff. And there are people doing those just on their cell phones and stuff like and I'm not doing it. I mean, some of it is kind of like that. But uh, I think that uh, I'm getting a better, better uh, quality than a lot of these guys out there. So uh, you're welcome for that. And uh, it's going to get better. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the one where I can finally do one of these in the studio, like the actual interview, because that's going to be real cool. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see how it goes. And uh, that should actually be happening pretty soon. Melanie Kay's, she's, she's just throwing people at me, and I ain't even got time for it. But uh, we're going to make it happen. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to start coming out with these at least twice a month, uh, maybe more if we can muster it up mustard it up yeah you put some mustard on it and then it tastes extra good yeah. all right that dusseldorf mustard is real good it's nice and spicy like i like it okay so anyway guys uh thanks everybody for uh being part of the patreon if you want to uh leave me a message on the intruder green calling line it's plus one six oh eight five three five nine six oh eight and uh yeah patreon.com slash intruder green if you want to uh, become a producer of the podcast and you can also just go to intrudergreen.com if you want to find out about anything else that i'm up to uh or like give me money yeah that's right and without further ado i'm with the show hello this is a prepaid collect call from intruder green an inmate at Federal Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Now I'm just straight up recording to Skype. Um, it's kind of weird. I used to record directly to, you know, like a nice computer program and stuff like that. And it sounded great. Um, I'm hoping that this sounds okay. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll fix it up in, uh, what what do they call that? Like post-op or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, you sound good, man. <laughs> I should say. All right. Well, you guys sound great, too. Looks like we got a nice, good signal. Um, so Rob and Nat. Is yeah. that all right from uh Blacklist Royals? Uh yeah, Melanie. I mean, I'm familiar a little bit familiar with your music. Um, and uh got to get into the, the, the latest album um a little bit, you know, in preparation and all that stuff. Um yeah. I feel like maybe I seen you guys play before too, maybe at like yeah. a festival or something. We've played a couple of festivals together. Yeah. Like, uh yeah, I think maybe we met at like Reading and Leeds or something. Yeah, that's a couple years ago. Thinking of. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, man. So memory cool. is still somewhat intact. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> right, it is a miracle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah. Blacklist Worlds, where are you guys based out of? I never really caught that. Oh, we're out of Nashville. Oh, cool. Nashville's cool. I like Nashville. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, people always think of the country scene there, but I, I guess it's just like a music town in general. Um, I don't know, though, like as far as the punk scene goes, how is it? It's not non-existent really now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. especially now, like it's it's uh, a lot of people, a lot of fucking people have been moving here from like L.A. and New York and shit. So it's really uh, the punk scene is like there was a little punk scene when we moved here. And now it's 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 pretty non-existent. Yeah, there's some weird. There's some like re- very young bands here doing some kind of interesting punk stuff though. It seems like younger kids today. Yeah. Yeah, they they're like into you know circle jerks or whatever. When I was getting into like Blink One Eighty Two or some shit, you know, <laughs> you know. So there's there's some punk stuff going on, but yeah, it's pretty. The punk scene here is pretty barren, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you got a lot of competition, I guess, is what it comes yeah. down to, right? Yeah. Like, and you know, like there's some country music that I'm kind of into. Um, I can't say necessarily if it's like Nashville or whatever, but. I don't know. I do enjoy like walking down the strip there and it's just like, holy shit. I mean, it's a special place, you know, like you can, there's just constantly music going, coming out of every fucking bar on the strip or whatever. Um, I forget the place we always play. It's like Cannery something. Yeah, you guys played it. Last time you guys played here, it was a, yeah, Cannery Ball. Ballroom, Cannery Ballroom, or like they have like three venues there. That's right. Cool. Yeah, we played there like a bunch of times now, like maybe three times or something. That which yeah. is a bunch. Fucking <laughs> actually, uh, yesterday they found the dude had been thrown in the dumpster there and set on fire. What? Yeah, outside the club. Yeah. Like a dude, like the the owner or something. I I don't know. They I don't think they know who it was yet. A oh, dude. Yeah, just, just a dude. yeah, random. Yeah, a charred up, a charred up body, I guess. Right, like yeah. they don't know who it is. Holy shit, that's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's huh. wild. I mean, yeah. that could be some like mob shit or something. I, that, I know. Uh, or just some like asshole shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's who knows, man. Like my, I, I don't know if self immolation's a fucking thing here or what. But my friend, a couple years ago woke up and went outside and there was a fucking charred body in her front yard and one of her neighbors had set himself on fire. Yeah. And like, then I guess ran and fell in her yard. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, man. But it was a Tennessee thing. It happened at a bar in Memphis too. You're right. Shamrocks. Did you guys ever play Shamrocks? Is that what Shamrocks. Is that the place yeah. it's called? Or Murphy's. Murphy's Murphy's Pub. Yeah, it was definitely like an Irish bar that we played. Yeah, it was like you play on the floor, and it's like yeah, yeah, little yeah, whatever. We used to play there all the time, and like yeah, a couple years ago, some fucking I think it was like the ex boy, the boyfriend of the sound guy, sound girl, and they (laughs) broke up, and he like went in there and said whatever whatever and fucking went outside and facebook i think he did it on facebook or some shit <laughs> and 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 fucking poured gas yeah. all over himself and that's what the punk scene's like <laughs> you know you got these punks coming out of the woods and shit that are just fucking wild man right <laughs> we're from west virginia so we know you know that's like we we're oh, familiar with that breed I know about west virginia of you know 
I mean, I've been to West Virginia, and I've also like heard about West Virginia. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I smell what you're stepping in. The, oh, right. the stories are true. Yeah, the stories are true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So, uh, Blackfish Royals. Let's get into it. Like, when when did you guys start? Um, did, did you start in West Virginia? Are you just from there, and now you're in Nashville, or what? I'll be want to feel that. Uh, yeah, I mean, me and Nat have been playing music in bands together since we were teenagers you know so like uh we we started the band in nashville and uh we kind of like came here to try to form a band because we couldn't really afford to move to we couldn't stay in west virginia you know we couldn't afford to yeah. any other city, cool cities that uh so yeah when we moved here there was like a uh, there was like a little punk and rockabilly scene and shit. So we got dudes and formed the band here and, um, and, and yeah, man, we, and we've been doing it. Like uh, we haven't been as active over the last couple of years because we've had a bunch of other shit going on, but uh, we've been did it hardcore for like 10 years touring and you know, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we met in you guys in, England, so uh, yeah. that's some touring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, you, but you said the the punk rock scene in Nashville is pretty non-existent, probably because of all the fucking uh, competition and whatnot. Um, but I know, like, yeah, you're walking down the strip, you got the Johnny Cash Museum, and I've never been in the Johnny Cash Museum, but I definitely walked past the gift shop. It was like, man, we should break into here. Dude, uh, the museum is actually surprisingly fucking cool. Like, uh, they had one of the coolest things. They had these belt buckles he gave people, like the Johnny Cash belt buckle, and there was like a hundred of them. Yeah, or something. if you guys sick ass, it was really cool. Yeah, if you guys do break in and want to hawk some shit, holler at me, man. Oh, I'm, oh, <laughs> I'm on, I'd be on the black market for some of that Johnny Cash paraphernalia, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I like black markets. Allegedly. All right. <laughs> um, so okay, so one of you was doing a solo thing. Melanie yeah. gave me some tips here that I made some notes of. Um, but I can't read my own handwriting because I don't really, you know how to read too good. But, <laughs> so what's up with this solo album or solo? I, I, I just released a uh like a solo solo surf guitar EP that's just instrumental, um, kind of Link Ray, Cramps, kind of punk guitar rock shit. Yeah. You know? Link Ray is tight. Yeah. Yeah, it's full, like, fighting music, cry music, man. It'd be up y'all's alley, definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, so, so, like, what? how can people find that, and what's it called and stuff like that? Uh. The EP is called Nat James Rufus Goes Solo, and um, they can find it at natjamesrufus.com. Or uh, we have another band together called The Bad Signs, and I oh. use all those on social, so people can check that out as well. All right. So then, what's up with The Bad Signs? Is that uh, still ongoing or what? Yeah, Bad Signs is kind of um, more like grodgy, kind of psych country type thing and we actually um are probably going to be releasing our full length sometime this year but bad signs is kind of our main musical gig right now we uh we had like we're <laughs> we had like a very busy schedule before the world shut down so coming up so it's um 
we're going to be doing playing out with both bands, Blacklist and Bad Signs, you know, coming up this year. And I'll probably be playing some solo shows as well. But uh, yeah, Bad Signs is is definitely kind of more of what you'd expect from a Nashville type thing, you know, except our, our kind of twist on it. You know, we kind of do the, um, you know, do our own thing with it. But it's it's definitely big, cool uh, gearing up to release these new Blacklist songs because, you know, it's just fun to play punk <laughs> right now you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's been a very cathartic i felt like i've been 16 as i've been like locked down i'll just put on a fucking bad religion record and like you know it kind of gets me through the day sometimes <laughs> yeah you know like once the pandemic's over uh well over but well once shows can start happening again like at a bigger capacity i know some people are like still doing shows but for like you know 12 people or something yeah um like uh i think punk rock could be ready to fucking explode because it's been a hell of a fucking year it's been oh, a hell yeah. of like uh four years i guess i should say and uh like uh but the last year yeah it was real fucked up pent-up energy i think people have that like is just perfect to expend at a punk show that's a, that's how I feel too. I, I'm like, if you're not so fucking pissed off and ready to explode at this point, <laughs> you're a fucking sociopath. Like, right? uh, and, yeah, and, and yeah, dude, punk rock is a perfect outlet for that. I'm hopeful that like uh, the show. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to play some fucking shows, even if it is for five people. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> do it for five people. Hopefully, we'll get back into it, and we can do it for more. I mean, yeah. it's time to happen, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm, uh, I, I'm, uh, uh, cautiously optimistic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's got to get back to somewhat normal. I don't know. It's going to be weird though with all the like clubs that are probably closed down and stuff and ain't coming back. Yeah. Plus, it was like, I don't know how things go in Nashville, but like the areas that I know about back in the States where like the rest of the dudes are hanging out and stuff. It's like Live Nation was kind of like already starting to take over. Yeah. Buying out small clubs, buying out big clubs, buying out booking agencies and all this stuff. And now, I don't know. It's like, what's going to be left other than Live Nation? It, yeah, it's fucked, man. Like uh, even some of the... You know, there's some like pretty like legendary venues here, and they're all up for sale. Uh, and uh, it it really it really fucking sucks for bands that like are just starting out, especially. You know, like Yo, definitely the fuck yeah. you are fucked. Like you're fucked. There's you know you you don't have and and, uh, and and when the world opens up. The few clubs that are left, all the bands that are already established, every fucking band is going to be like, we're going on tour right now. And uh, it, yeah, it's it's a fucked up situation, man. And the, the shit with Live Nation, like, I don't know how, uh, uh, I mean, you want to talk about some criminal shit. I don't know how the fuck, <laughs> that's not like a fucking monopoly. Yeah, man. They're going, like, fucking live, they own the venues, they own the booking agencies. What the fuck? Like, how the fuck is that even legal? Yeah, there's a there's a couple great venues here that are in, um, like, under threat of kind of being 
um, torn down and replaced by condos. But yeah. everybody's hoping that's hoping that's not going to happen. But it's really kind of like you know, Exit Inn, which is a historic rock club, is up for sale now, and there's a venue across the street called the Inn that was like this small kind of punk club that you know we definitely made our bones at that everybody's yeah. like afraid it's going to be a condo. So it's it's going to be weird, man. It's it's. It's going to be weird times kind of when the world opens up. I imagine there's going to be a lot of house shows and shit going down. Yeah, that could be. Like, that could yeah. be the, the new cool thing. I mean, I feel like, you know, as far as uh, punk rock goes, uh, like, cities have kind of cycles, or they have had in the past at least, where it's like you'll have, like, at least one or two, like, cool clubs that do punk rock shows. And then something will happen. Either one of them burns down. Or uh, like I'm speaking from experience, you guys set people on fire. We just sell set buildings. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've had a few, you know, punk rock clubs burned down, and then uh, it'll be it'll be weird because suddenly there'll be a hole in the in the, like the scene, and like uh, people will fill it by like doing like you said, like house shows or like you know whatever, or like booking shows at like clubs that don't normally do punk rock. Yeah, but they, yeah. it's funny because what happens, what always seems to happen is like once you book a punk rock show, one of these mom and pop, like, you know, old country. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, dude. Suddenly they're like, oh, man, I don't really like the music, but we made a shit ton of money from all these punk rockers drinking tons of cheap beer. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, let's book some more of that. And suddenly that becomes like the new punk rock place, uh, at least for a while until they like. Yeah. Sick of people breaking shit, um, and then you know, like eventually somebody starts a real punk club, and it, it's weird because it goes in cycles. So I think you know this could be like a reset button on that sort of thing. Um, but yeah. yeah, the question I guess is like, what's Live Nation gonna do to fuck everybody over? <laughs> yeah, they'll find a way, man. They'll find a way. <laughs> they'll start buying up VFWs and shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. But that, that could be a thing. Like going back to like playing at VFWs and shit. Like, yeah, that was back in our hometown. It was the YWCA. Mm -hmm. Was like what we rented out, you know, for shows. YWCA. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the hall there was. So who knows, man? I I think I think you're right though. It's like it'll find a way. The scene the scene kind of finds a way to stay alive. You know, and especially when the world opens up a little more, people are going to be fucking amped to just, you know, hear some loud punk. Absolutely. included, especially, you know. Yeah. Yeah, me too, you know. I'm over in Germany, and uh, they're managing things pretty good here. Like, as yeah. far as uh, they do the lockdown, things are closed right now. But for good reason, they don't want people intermingling too much. You know, like yeah. spreading the disease and whatnot. Um. But like you know, like things will open up. I think maybe a little quicker here than yeah. in the states. I'm not sure. I think uh, yeah. be opening shit up like right away. And <laughs> I, I, that's what I, I, I've been saying. Like fucking bands are going to start touring in Europe before the states. Yeah, because oh, I think it's already like happening that way. Like things are getting booked and whatnot. That's cool. Yeah, I'd seen all the festivals in the UK are supposed to happen this fall or, or whatnot. So it's cool, man. It makes you, you know, it makes you hopeful. It was like, um, you know, I, I guess 
<laughs> I don't need to say that, yeah, the pandemic thing was definitely a drag. <laughs> so <Yeah>. it's, <laughs> it's cool to see shit opening up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, and they're, they're really more into, like, uh, as far as festivals go, uh, at least in my experience, they're way more into, like, they call them open air, which is just, like, yeah. you know, outside festivals. Um which seems like, yeah, you should be able to get more people around that. But once you got a band playing, everybody's just going to pile in anyway. <laughs> it's yeah, like, there's still going to be that many people just pushing against each other to get close to the band. So I don't know how safe it really is, but uh, whatever. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> Who knows, I'm man? I'm curious to see if festivals and shit start doing the like, you have to have your vaccine card or whatever to go to the festival. And then I'm curious yeah. to see, you know, people will start selling like fake fucking vaccine cards. Yeah. Like, or like fake IDs. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, <laughs> cause I know that one dude just dropped off that festival in the UK. Yeah. Cause it was like, you have to, and I, I don't remember. Who, Stone Roses. The, the guy from the Stone Roses. Cause they were like, you have to be vaccinated to come to the, show and he was like fuck that i i don't know why yeah that seems like (laughs) a good stance to take like uh hi intruder maniacs are you in a band the answer is of course you are everybody's in a fucking band these days anyway if you're in a band congratulations i'm making the worst financial decision of your life Aside from taking out college loans or something, yeah. Now there is a way to lessen a burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Stupid Rap Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out and uh, you didn't get canceled like everybody else's tours did? Uh, how about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions and what about koozies? You know, like everybody likes koozies. Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa depending on what you're drinking. Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you. Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff. They're still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs because, you know, everybody's got special needs. Like, uh, you know, you probably mostly. And uh, they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff, but chances are you're going to have some leftover or some fans are going to feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show. So they go on a stuporedmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. So go ahead, go on a stupid merch company's web store right now and uh check out all the tight bands that are already on there they got a bunch of them like got uh, at the bomb pops on like the bad cop bad cop and stuff it's all good uh yeah uh all sorts of cool swag and uh right now right now if you go on there and you, at checkout you use the code prison you can get 15 percent off all of the uh stupid red merch branded apparel uh at stupidredmerch.com. go check it out Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar or amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something, and it's all crap. <laughs> yeah, well that's because, you know, you gotta look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now I know what you're thinking. 
Aren't they located in like Switzerland or something? Yeah, man, they are. Burn Switzerland to be exact. But you know, you can uh, get on the internet and you can go check out their website, yeahmansguitars.com, and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there. And it's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people would call it science. I just call it, I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeahmansguitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure. And you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. I mean, do you want to play shows and, like, not have people, you know, getting sick? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. going the way things have been going and extend this longer. I don't there, know. Like, I, I think there's a weird, like, uh, anti it, it's this weird thing with like older british musicians have been like fucking super anti <laughs> lockdown yes. anti like mask shit like uh van morrison put out a whole anti mask record <laughs> this year like what the Morrison? like weird. it's fucking weird man yeah are you guys like doubly are you doubly offended by that as like double mask wears Absolutely. All this anti-mask shit. You guys are like, what yeah. the fuck? You can't fucking talk shit about masks. Like, we've been wearing <laughs> fucking masks our whole lives, dude. <laughs> we look good. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it ain't that uncomfortable. It like, keeps your face warm. It's like somebody's constantly hugging you. <laughs> it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> ain't no problem with a mask. Um, yeah, doubling up, though, is a little weird. I mean, the one thing I've been wondering about is, like, are people robbing stores more often now? <laughs> like it. it doesn't seem like I'm not hearing about it, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not that it more often. <laughs> um, but, you know, I wonder, because it's like you got the mask on your mouth, and that's already a huge thing, like, when you cover your nose and your mouth, like, people can't really see you. They can see your eyes, but you could just be like, oh, it's sunny outside, so I'm also going to wear sunglasses. And yeah. then walk in there, and you're like, give me all your money. And then the cashier's like, no. And you're like, ah, shit. I'm supposed to threaten you with a weapon now, but I forgot it. <laughs> so then you're just like, well, whatever. This bag of Cheetos is mine, bitch. And you take off. And uh, yeah. It'd be a good time to get into that shit, man. To committing crime and stuff right now. All this would be criminals, you know, that listen to your podcast. Like, now's the time. Yeah. Before the fuck, you know? <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, as far as solo stuff goes, I heard that Rob has a book and a movie deal. Tell me about that. Oh, yeah. I, I have a couple books out. And uh, my first book, Die Young With Me, is uh, it's like a coming-of-age like punk rock memoir. And uh, that's getting developed into a movie right now. And, uh, and uh, my new book, Paradise, West Virginia, that comes out 
uh, in the summer is is getting developed into a TV show. Like, what? yeah, so it's pretty it's pretty fucking crazy. Like, um, and uh, the the new Blacklist songs we're putting out is actually like uh, songs we wrote for the for the movie soundtrack. Like, we just already had them recorded. And they weirdly are fucking apt with uh, what's going on right now. So we were like, we wanted to go and put them out. Um, yeah. But uh, it's, it's cool, man. It's fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, honestly, it's uh, it, it, it's like uh, I'm having to like go, fuck, can I wear this vibrator shirt in a meeting? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. they. Is that cool? They're like, I don't fucking know. It's as I'm very out of my depth, but it's it's cool, man. It's exciting as shit. Well, I think as the artist, you get to fucking do whatever you want, and they just have to. Uh, that's what I'm hoping, uh, man. Like, wearing a fucking uh, button-up shirt and tie, you just gotta fucking deal with it, you know? <laughs> Dude, that's off. Especially with this. Basically, you won. <laughs> you yeah. Won. yeah. It's, won. it's 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 weird though, man. Like like. Uh, you know, especially with this TV show thing, like this huge company will buy this, some shit I wrote to turn it into a TV show, and then I'm like, "Fuck, I want to get in on that," you know? And they're like, <laughs> they can be super like, "Nah, <laughs> like we don't, we don't." So, so yeah, I really did. That was the first time in fucking ten years I felt like I was at a job interview. When I'm having long, when do I wear a fucking polo shirt? Do I, you know? Uh, I remember Bad Science. Bad Science, uh, you know, our, our new newer band was on tour and we were in LA and he was meeting with some uh, like woman from Netflix or something from for the first time, you know? But And I went with him, but all I had was my shit. So I like, all I had was like a misfit hey, shirt. And he was going, are you going to wear the fucking misfit shirt with the cut off sleeves to this meeting? And we were like, yeah, fuck these people. Like, like you said, we're going to fuck it, man. Like, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> but, but it's it's cool, it, man. It, I mean, yeah, it, it's been fucking cool, man. Like, um, and, and that really is is a lot of the reason Blacklist hasn't done as much shit over the last couple of years because I've been so busy with with that. Uh, so it's yeah. it's exciting to get to play music again, and it's exciting to be doing like. Some, especially uh, with my memoir, because it's like all about punk rock and punk small town punk rock shows and the scene and shit. So it's really cool to get to do that and and get to like put music in it and whatever the fuck. It's it's. Cool. Yeah. It, I mean, it's great because obviously, like you say, you've got a few books out. So yeah. Like a yeah. Um. So obviously, that's like another passion of yours, other than music, and now. You know the two are kind of coming together, so that's real fucking cool. Yeah, man, it's exciting. Like, uh, uh, and, and I feel really fucking lucky, honestly, to to have that outlet during the pandemic because I know like him and the other people in our bands and people that just play music as their artistic outlet. Like, it's been fucking impossible to collaborate because everybody's been on lockdown and like it's driving everybody fucking crazy. But with my writing, I can like live in my own head. You know what I'm saying? And it's like <laughs> more bearable. <laughs> I think everybody's living in their own head these days. But yeah, it's nice, yeah. to get out of, like 
do something with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally, dude. Yeah, yeah not just <laughs> do what I do, like bang my fucking head against the wall or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no shit. That's funny. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, so, like, uh, are you able, I don't know how, uh, you know, where you are in the process or whatever, can you tell us, like, when it's going to be and where it's going to be or, like, uh, what the... the, the uh, uh, I, 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 I actually, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm afraid to now because I, 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 I won't even fucking get into it, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 the Die Young with Me movie uh, was originally uh, said to be on Netflix. Now it's kind of we're, we're bouncing around the different directors and shit. Like that's already kind of rolling, and, and I, I got to write the screenplay for that which is cool um so that uh should get back to filming like this year and um the tv show uh the pilot is gonna get filmed this year and um and, and then like you kind of wait and see like if if it's gonna get extended or like what the fuck um but the, yeah. the tv show i, I can't say what who it's going to be with yet, but it's like, uh, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big enough company that I can fucking believe they were in a <laughs> shit I fucking do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, so, uh, yeah, so it's, so it's fucking exciting, man, for sure. That's great. Um, well, I'm excited to find out about it. Cause, uh, you know, obviously you're writing about like a kind of like punk rock lifestyle, I'm guessing. And, yeah. uh, yeah, and uh, it's cool to, like, you know, some people get pissed off when uh, punk rock gets brought into the mainstream. But like I was actually just saying uh, with the last person I talked to, uh, it's kind of like it has to a little bit for certain people to get into it. Well, totally. So that's kind of important. Yeah. And, and uh, it's just weird shit now, I feel like, with uh, – with the way the world is with social media and shit, there's, there's like subcultures are kind of dying out. And I, so it's, I think it's hard for a lot of kids to like get something like that to latch onto and be like, this is how I identify myself. This is my whole fucking shit. So, so it's, it, it's exciting to get it. Like, uh, put something like that out there that somebody might see and, and and open that door, you know, for some some to to get into punk rock more, like uh, yeah, uh, more than like a Spotify playlist or whatever the fuck, you know, like to really yeah. see, to see how like that can really being part of that community can really like enrich your life and shit too. Um, we'll fucking see. I mean, but <laughs> I have had meetings where like they it's been like, dude. And we're gonna get Ed Sheeran to play the the you guys because it's about uh, it's a fucking weird thing because it's about me and that because it's it's yeah. it, and so they'll be like we're gonna get fucking Ed Sheeran to play you and I'm like that's <laughs> my teenage self would would 
hate me for the for forever and ever. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's yeah. just that's my just, teenage self would blow this deal the fuck up. Yeah, before uh, that uh, happens, like. So, <laughs> So there, <laughs> no uh, offense, but well, yeah, offense, like offense, but but, 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 <laughs> but uh, offense, man. <laughs> but by and large, now they're like uh, the those kind of crazy fucking suggestions have gone out the window, which is cool. So, uh, but but it's also been weird, like trying to cast twins and shit because we're twins. And you're going no. like, there's a casting agency just for twins, where like a <laughs> agents who agents that are twins that just represent twins. And I'm going, this is just fucking weird, man. Like, that's weird, right? That's weird. Yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> and, and it's 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 just it's fucking strange, but <laughs> but it's it's just it's it's awesome, man. It's really exciting. You guys. Uh, you guys are uh, uh, not identical twins, right? Like, no, we are. Yeah. You, uh, you are? Just yeah. different hats, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the facial hair and the hats are, are enough to make me not think you guys were actual identical twins. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that the whole twin thing uh, it would be important. Or you could just get, like, an amazing actor to do both parts. That's what that yeah. That's what we've been talking about too. Like uh, uh, it, and and right now, kind of like uh, like I said, you know, they're they're like shit's kind of in flux with with that and and bringing in a, a new director and shit. So uh, yeah, it's gonna. I I think probably that's what's gonna happen is we're gonna just get one actor that's to to play both parts. But I think sometimes like. That's that takes away from the act, the plot of the movie because you're just paying attention to the fucking the dude trying to act two different people at once. But sometimes it's done, sometimes it's done really cool. Like um, so, I, I think it's definitely doable with the right actor. I I totally feel you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was just throwing it out there. Could be cool. <laughs> but, um, I, I, we just watched this, like, like where like you know maybe they fucking win a. Uh, well, I don't know. What do you win for that kind of like a show, like a Oscar or a Emmy or whatever? And then, and then it's like, oh, everybody's got to check out this movie, yeah, a show, and uh, yeah, yeah, more people see, it. and then your 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 whole story gets out there more. And, and yeah. we just we just watched this weird movie called Dead Ringers. The the dude that made the fly made about these oh, two. Yeah. About these two twins that were gynecologists, <laughs> and they would like their patients didn't know they were twins. They'd be like doing their gynecological exam, and then be like, "I'll be right back." And then the other brother would come out and be like, "Oh yeah, okay." <laughs> it's so fucking strange. But uh, but the dude yeah. did a good job acting the twins. So I was like, okay, yeah, with the right actor, you could totally fucking do it. Yeah, it was a little too erotic, though. Yeah, it was. A you know what I mean? Fucking... It was like, what the fuck? Like the sex it, scenes have been like, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's like rare. erotic without even really seeing anything, but like just ugh, enough to. You know, you don't want to be watching it with your fucking brother. Like, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? Especially about twins, dude. It was like two. We didn't even finish the motherfucker. Seriously, we put on Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, hell fucking no. It's a good ass show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, well, that's great. I, I'm fucking stoked for all you guys doing this. It's nice that you've been uh, keeping busy, you know? Yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah. My band ain't doing shit. <laughs> uh, you know, like we had a bunch of stuff lined up, uh, you know, for last year, and then the pandemic happened, and everybody was like, "It's cool. I'm gonna lay low and um, probably rob some shit." But you know, like whatever, allegedly, and uh, you know, waiting to see what happens. You know, like yeah, it's, we'll see what happens. You know, like everybody, we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think all the southern states and shit are opening. You're gonna open up sooner, so you guys might be doing it to Texas and Florida. Better work, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, all those uh, self-immolation fucking states. Yeah. <laughs> As a body, yeah, that could be a club. Show you know, Remember that show when everybody set themselves on fire? That was crazy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it sucked, but it was definitely crazy. <laughs> Uh, fuck, dude. Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> I remember seeing the video of that guy that did it in Memphis, and <laughs> and I did, and I just was going, "Fuck, we have the same shoes." <laughs> <laughs> and it weirded me out. What you kind know, of shoes were they? These Vans, <laughs> <laughs> like the half calves, or <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, I think they were black half calves. Yeah, and they, and I had just gotten a pair, and I was just like. You got to watch out for those motherfuckers in the black half calves. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the new trench coat mafia. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, well, I know we talked about some crimes earlier, but I got to I gotta lay it on you guys. Uh, I usually try to let people know about it ahead of time, and I don't know if Melanie said anything, but the theme of the show is crime stories. Do you got any? I know we already actually um, talked about some. Yeah, we actually, like actually, a little more. Uh, we we actually one time um, accidentally broke into an apartment in on tour one time in Canada, where we were supposed to be staying with somebody. <laughs> and um, <laughs> let me try to think of like the briefest version. So this is like the least incriminating way. I can put Great, you can you can definitely get into detail. <laughs> uh, but basically we went to a club after a show and there was some people you know from the show with us and a girl that we had met was going you guys can stay at my apartment so we're like okay whatever they were gonna hang at the club or she was gonna go get some beers or something and gave us the address to the spot mm -hmm. so she's like go and go there we show up <laughs> to like what we think is her apartment we're standing outside, standing outside, going, what the fuck is taking so long? So mm -hmm. I had just seen this um, Michael Moore documentary that had come out where, to prove a point, he goes over to Canada and everybody's got their door unlocked. Yeah. So I just was like, yeah, I said, I guarantee this door's unlocked. So it was unlocked. And we go yeah. in and we're actually, you know, uh, very intoxicated, you know, go in the kitchen, open a bottle of wine. She's got this because she had been like, take whatever, what you know. She was very accommodating. Oh, the, who the, who we thought we the, the apartment we thought we were going to, <laughs> and I actually 
Um, remember, <laughs> there was this giant, like, tossed salad in this Tupperware container. Oh, so we had this tossed salad, and me and um, one of our bandmates are, you know, completely wasted, both eating out of this Tupperware container, and then a fucking light flips on. And somebody goes, yeah. hello? And we're, like, looking around. Totally, we didn't say shit. We just went, uh... And all the photos on the walls were going, this is not this chick. And then we just fucking ran out of the apartment. So whoever it was woke up and walked to their kitchen and there's like, the oh, we took the salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, but yeah. <laughs> even, even weirder than that. Also, one time we were, on, we were on Warp Tour and we were in Phoenix and uh, <clears throat> that some guy, I'm, I'm in the van, and some dude is like a good looking, preppy, like Ken and Barbie couple, right? All right, comes yeah. back with our merch guy and is like, Oh man, we, we have the day off the next day, and they're like, You guys can stay with us. We have a killer house with a pool, we just moved in, and we're like, Amazing. So we go over <laughs> to this house, it's a nice, super nice house, it's totally empty inside, except for like a little TV. Like a little yeah. whatever, they have a pool and shit. So we're hanging out. The weirdly, the guy from one of the guys from Yellow Card. Think it's you know what? Fuck, so I see this guy at backstage, <laughs> and he has like this beautiful like L.A. girlfriend, you know, with a dog in her purse and shit. And I'm like, this is the rock star shit. <laughs> yeah. Shows up at the house. Later, with a totally different girl who was like, yeah, you know, like, what the fuck? And, and, uh, <laughs> he picked up the truck stop. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked like she was from a fucking truck stop. <laughs> and, and everybody's sitting around, and our, one of our dudes, our crew guys, who was like fucked up out of his mind, was super high, kept like he'd sit beside the guy. And then just start singing yellow card songs really soft. You know, like, <laughs> he'd be like, yeah. if I could find you. Yeah. And uh, the dude got finally was like, fuck this. He left. Next morning, we get woken up by a realtor. Uh, the dude that took us there and his chick are gone. They were, they were just like squatting in this house. <laughs> and we have to like haul ass out of the back. <laughs> Like it was just a, a fucking yeah. house that was for sale. That uh, yeah. So uh, when that sort of thing happens, do you explain to the realtor what happened? Like somebody told us this was cool. No, it's obviously no, not. She like do screamed, we... if I remember correctly. And uh, you know those mornings when you're like the party nights and you stay at somebody's house and somebody's just like. Get the fuck up. We're le it was like, it's it's usually like that type thing. Yeah. And then over yeah. the haze, it was back in those days, especially, it would be like, then over the haze of like, you know, the next hour, you're going, wait, what the fuck was, what? Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. I know um, that. I know that. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it, uh, the only other crime story I can think of off the top of my head was one time we, we played Pooza Fest, early days Pooza. And they had, um, we were like playing early at one of these, at like one of the main shows, but we were one of the first bands or whatever, right? So yeah. they, they um, you know, kind of have volunteers sell your merch and shit. We oh, played, yeah. we played. I go back 
change my shirt um, at our merch table and then come back yeah. and go, where the fuck is my shirt? Like, I can't, I can't find my fucking shirt. And was it at the bar afterwards that I saw this dude or was it at it, the merch it, table? It, it, was, it was at the bar later. So we leave and we're at a bar later on that night. The fucking volunteer is wearing my shirt. <laughs> and he's st- so this was like a crime committed on me. And I made him give it back to me. But it was like, what the fuck? It, it's like, why do you want my sweaty street dogs fucking t-shirt, dude? Like, <laughs> And, you know, they're French-Canadian, too. So there was this whole language barrier where I'm going, that's my fucking shirt. But, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> love Booza Fest. Uh, and that was definitely, um, you know, like I said, that was a crime committed on me. So I reaped what I sow, I guess. Yeah. Like, they literally stole the shirt off your back. I mean, you <laughs> might have stole that first, but still, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, French Canada, is, it's an interesting place. I don't know. Everybody, there's a lot of interesting places in the world. People just yeah. got to find them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Obviously, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia's pretty interesting. And, uh, you know, prison's pretty interesting. So, uh, <laughs> there we go. Right. Totally. So, uh, um, I guess we're, we're getting into a good time here, guys. Uh, unless you got anything else you want to bring up, um, oh, where can people find you in like uh, social medias and stuff? If you use that still these days, I know it's getting kind of like who uses social media anymore? Uh, apparently, everybody. <laughs> but, you know, fucking unfortunately, man. Yeah, uh, not. Nah, man. I mean, just you know, people can find. Blacklist Royals or the bad signs on social media, and um, I'm I'm actually not on social media, but my my stuff's on Bandcamp. They can they can just search for our shit if they want it, you know. That's good. I love Bandcamp. I mean, you know, like I use the streaming sites, even though they don't pay fucking yeah, I But but Bandcamp is tight. Yeah, it's it's cool to see like platforms popping up that are actually useful <laughs> for artists, you know, and you're not just going, oh, they're just, like, raping me right now. Like, okay, like, <laughs> you know, you see those Spotify numbers, and, yeah, you I feel mean, like you're back in jail, I'm sure, right? Yeah, well, you know, it's like, I'll, it's funny, because I, I actually got into the same conversation uh, with, the, with the last person I talked to, and it's like, uh, you know, I always felt like streaming sites were kind of the way to go, or even before that with, like, you know, when everybody had their iPod and you downloaded all these songs from a service, and it's like yeah. it made a hell of a lot more sense than CDs to me because CDs, it was just like it's digital, but it's fucking you, you fucking got them floating around your car, they're getting scratched up, and you got to fucking rebuy the album again or just <laughs> deal with it constantly skipping and shit yeah. like that. It's just terrible fucking media. Yeah. But uh, you know, so I was always like, put it on a fucking hard drive. You know, like, that's way better than a fucking CD. So they finally did that. But then it was like, oh, wait, but you could just stream it, and it's on somebody else's hard drive, and you got access to, like, everything. And it's like, seems like a good idea. But, you know, of course, fucking capitalism, people are going to try to fucking figure out how to, like, make more money than the people who actually (laughs) probably should pay yeah, I think I think like the genie's kind of out of the bottle with that shit, and that's the cool thing about uh, kind of play music that's part of a scene, you know? Because people, I mean, right now it's like 
on the consumer to kind of make the choice to be like, I want to support the band or artist in some way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like, you know, people without a scene are seriously just going to live and die by, <laughs> it's almost like the Live Nation thing we're talking about, you know, by what streaming services kind of decide to do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, but so that's, that's, that's cool. And I think you're right, man. It's going to be a good year for punk rock once shit opens up. Absolutely. And, and Bandcamp is cool because, you know, any, anybody can put shit out on it and, uh, yeah, and you know, do it. Yeah. Um, well, it was really fucking nice, uh, getting to talk to you guys again. I know we, we met slash, uh, saw each other before, but, uh, yeah, well, actually meet. Yeah, yeah, you too, man. I, I really appreciate you. Having us on, I, I can't wait to see you guys play again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. can't wait to see you guys play again. And, uh, I mean, Bad Signs or fucking Blacklist Royals um, and all the, all your projects, um, I'm pretty stoked on, you know? It's cool. Yeah, man. and we'll be chatting in person hopefully sometime soon. It'll be fun. Hell yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Cool, man. All right. Thanks, all right. dude. Take it easy. Yeah, you too. And that's it for the Intruder Green Podcast. You can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Intruder Green. The Intruder Green calling line is plus 1608-535-9608. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you want to become a producer of the podcast. The Intruder Green Podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Raymer, catering Matthew Hendershot, lighting squeak lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Tight Bros. That's Amore. Woo!